it's nice to change things up. I love redecorating and moving stuff around. I did that around. so much as a kid. Yeah. Like, moving my bed around and my dresser around was my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So, Huck was in my dream last night. I'll show you a picture of him after. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we're, like, watching a movie or, like, a show or... So, when I was 10 years old, I thought I... When I was, like, an adult... And in my mind, an adult, an older adult, was 30. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That Goodbye Podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Megan. And we are so excited to have you guys here today for another fun episode. How's it going? It's going. It's yeah. going well. I... The last few days have been rough for me because it has been my period. And it snowed. And it fucking snowed. (laughs) Yeah. And not just a sprinkle of snow. Like an entire December Christmas winter snow. Yep. I looked out the window and I was just like, fuck. (laughs) We knew the snow was coming, but I didn't want a big dump. I wanted a little sprinkle, melt the next day, then maybe a week later some more snow comes. You know what? You don't have to shovel. I looked outside being like, where the fuck is my shovel? There's so much snow on my car. You get a park in a parking garage. Yeah. I was just like, I hate my life. And I had clients coming that day. And well, and I had to go out in the morning. So I had to take the snow off my car before I left. I had to warm my car up. There's a bunch of gas wasting. Um, had to shovel. That was a workout. Like, I was so miserable. I didn't know where my mitts were and my toque and my jacket and my boots. Like, there was so much snow on the ground. It was, I was there not was mentally so prepared. Snow. Yeah, it's it was too much. You're so right, though. I don't think I'm allowed to complain this year. <laughs> yeah. Because I do park but underground. But you do have to go walk your dog. So, there's and that it's not part. easy. I have to, like, walk completely around the building yeah. in order for him to even go pee or anything. Plus, yeah. I've discovered that they don't really shovel the snow or put, like, salt or sand down until, like, later in the day. I have to give oh. them grace because it was the very first That's snowfall true. of the year. Let's yeah. give them grace. But holy hell, it's so slippery outside because mm-hmm. it wasn't cold enough for it to freeze immediately it just like well i think it rained the day before and then or the night before or whatever and then it's just snowed. terrible so on my way to the gym i almost ran through an intersection because i was just sliding Pure everywhere sliding. yeah and thank yeah. god like the person that was turning left um like waited <laughs> until i stopped because i was just like you have to watch other people you too. do like any oh. intersection mm-hmm. yeah I try to keep like a couple car distance between me and the vehicle in front of me. Yeah. In case they have to slam on their brakes. For sure. Because I don't want to die. Oh, and another but. thing is just how dry it gets now. My skin is just aching and yeah. so itchy. Even after I put so much lotion on. Like even right now, I'm just like, I can't stop itching myself everywhere. And the more you itch, the drier and itchier <laughs> yes. it gets. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh. That's why I love my Luberderm lotion. Oh, yeah. I've never tried that, actually. You should definitely give her a try. Yeah, I should. I Like, when I put it on my legs and my back, I can feel my skin just, like, mm. absorb. I have to do layers of it, though. Do you have to do it every day, though? Uh, after I get out of the shower. Yeah. Usually in the morning, or if I'm feeling, like, itchy or dry, then mm-hmm. I slap her on there. Because right now, I'm like, I have to do it every morning or else all day long, I'm going to be dying. Dry and itchy. And I use that, like, hemp lotion. Yeah. I like your stuff. It's good, but it's not super hydrating. It smells nice. It's like, it's thin. It's good for hands, but yeah. for body, your yeah. body skin is like a little thicker. Yeah. It needs a more hydrating moisturizer. Yes, exactly. So yes, winter is here. She has settled in and we're not ready for it. But you know what I am ready for though is Christmas. Already? The holiday season. Ugh. I cannot wait for. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I want to put up my Christmas tree already. But I have to wait till after Remembrance Day. Yes. And then. And then the tree can go up. Mm-hmm. I usually put my tree up, I don't know, sometime between like the 20th of November to the 1st of December. Oh, I thought you were going to say the 20th of December. No. No. Like, what? No, 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 no. Are you the no. Grinch? But in this apartment, <laughs> I just don't know where my tree is going to go. 
Like, okay. Oh. Fun fact about me is that every single apartment I look at before I even decide, is this my place? I'm always thinking, where is my Christmas tree going to go? Because I love when a Christmas tree can be in front of the window so that the people outside can admire all like the pretty lights and stuff. Yes, that's nice. I love that. In my last apartment, I couldn't do that. So I had it further in, whatever, that's fine. But this apartment, I'm like, where the fuck do I put my tree? Hmm. Good question. We'll have to take a look after. Yeah. So I will figure it out. It will find a home. (laughs) It's just another piece of furniture might have to find a temporary home. Yeah, exactly. I have been feeling the urge to um, feng shui this room and change this room. Not the podcast area of this room, but everything else that's over here that you guys can't see. I want to move it around somehow. Okay. Hmm. I just don't know how yet, but I'll get there. It's nice to change things up. I love redecorating and moving stuff around. I did that so much as a kid. Yeah. Like moving my bed around and my dresser around was my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I also had a huge room as a kid, so I had a lot of like options Mm -hmm. to move things around. Something super cool about my childhood bedroom is I had um, ceiling tiles because my room was in the basement. Mm -hmm. And my mom got me these clips that would hold... um, the poles that go across the curtain rods oh (laughs) yeah so these clips onto the the tracks of the ceiling tile to hold the curtain rods. so then I had curtain rods dividing my room into into different sections oh that's nice yeah yeah so I loved that I had glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling like up until grade 12 (laughs) I would still have those in my room to (laughs) be honest I want one of those like galaxy lights that I you turn them on. <gasps> They're yes. so cool. I love, 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 love. What a vibe. So anyways, random chit chat. How are you? How's your week? Um, good. But like same thing, like blah and just like, I kind of feel gross and a little out of it because it's just winter the, time it's now, the, I it's guess. The weather. Like, yeah. But otherwise pretty normal. <laughs> not bad. Not great. You know? <laughs> just average <laughs> yeah yeah same uh yeah my my period took a toll on me saturday i slept i had so many naps i just was oh, like laying yeah. down and all yeah. of a sudden fell asleep and then sunday is when she really came Whew, it was painful mm. i forgot like just remember that i stopped taking birth control two months ago so now my I have my like normal period back And after a year and a half of being on birth control, I remember my period being like painful and heavy and like not that fun, but you don't remember until it's there. And it's like, oh my God, why did I do this to myself? Oh, being a woman. It's so terrible. And, and I forgot how fucking emotional I am. Oh yeah. I am just so sad and down about everything. You know what I've done now is like I I write out when I'm like finding myself moody or grumpy and everything and just to see like the timeline and I found out it's usually a week before my period. Not necessarily around when I get it. Yeah. It's it's like the the week before. The PMS. The PMS stuff where you're just like irritable and you want to kill everybody. Yeah. That's going to be next week. So (laughs) watch out. Get ready, guys. (laughs) Here we go. Um what's our next oh what was your self-care challenge my self-care challenge was to read 100 pages of my book and i feel like i came close okay because i was at like page 40 something and i'm now i'm at like 120 something so not fully there but close yeah that's good it's a um uh what's the word i'm looking for a self-help type of book so a lot of those books are just so hard to stay oh, super engaged so hard. with. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a, um, oh my God, my brain today, you guys, a like novel, a fiction. A fiction. Yeah. There we go. A fiction book has all these twists and turns and like it's fictional characters. And, and you want to sit there and read it all. You want to know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Whereas like a nonfiction book's like, okay, I just like learning is just you can't learn all day long it gets boring after a bit yeah even after like a couple pages also I follow this girl on YouTube and she reads two books a month one fiction book and one non-fiction book Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she finishes two books every single month she reads the 
fiction book in the morning and the nonfiction book at nighttime before bed. And mm. I tried that and I cannot read two books at one time. Oh, yeah. It's like watching two shows at the same well, time. Well, you know what I like to do is like I'll read my fiction book and then or no, I'll read my self-help book and be like, OK, after you're done this, you can treat yourself with a fiction yes, book. Yes. And then I kind of go back and forth. So I still have a whole bunch of I think in a few episodes ago, we chatted about the two books that I got. And I just got another book in the mail for free, by the way, because I had a gift card. Girl math. Wow, yes. Love it. So I have three uh, fiction books. Oh, my gosh. This is my therapist calling me. Oh. Just one second, guys. Okay, hi. Guys, I booked my benefits. You booked your benefits? Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I booked therapy. Two, <laughs> two sessions of therapy. So I'm very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was just saying to Jordan, um, it is $200 an hour for my girl. Yeah, that's insane. Mine was 125 It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand why it needs to be that much. So I, I finally just got on my man's benefits. That's where that word came from. And I had to use up for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And I really need to see her. I feel like I'm going loopy. Yeah, I need to see mine, too. So, okay, what were you talking about? Uh, Self-care check-in. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were talking about novels and nonfiction oh. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I, um, yeah, read. I'm reading. I am reading. I'm getting through this book. I'm reading it much faster than I've read other nonfiction mm -hmm. books, so I am proud of myself for that. Good. So. Good, good. What was yours? Um, Mine was giving myself grace when I don't have time to work out. And how's that going? And it's been good. Um, yeah, it's just a whole mindset shift and I feel like I've been a little bit more lenient on myself that if I don't have time, it's fine and I don't have to be like that hard on myself that I have to get it in and yeah, so it's, it's okay. It is totally okay. Yeah. Life goes on. You're going to have more days where you're able to work out maybe even for like a little bit longer and whatever. It'll all work out. It's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. I love that. Yeah. Um, what's your weekly favorite? Ooh, okay. What do I have? Um, we literally already talked about some of the things on there. Oh, I don't, it's not like a specific weekly fave, but it's kind of like a life realization. You know that we always say, don't take financial advice from us. Guys. Oh my God. Never <laughs> take financial advice, but we love to talk about it. We love to like keep that transparency. Yes. That there. we're not good at that budgeting. We're not good at it. But a few episodes ago, I can't believe I'm going to be saying this on the podcast because it's very, still very fresh for me. You don't know this yet. It, the wound is very much open and raw right now. But a few weeks ago, I mentioned that we submitted a pre-approval form for a mortgage. Right. We were really excited. I really wanted this to happen. I was feeling really hopeful. Got an email on Monday that that answer is no. Because our financial situation is not that strong. Mm. So that on top of my period, I was incredibly emotional and just really upset with myself and had a heart to heart with my man and we had to come up with a plan together mm -hmm. and just like agreed that we need to wait. Obviously mm -hmm. we need to get handle of That's this. That's okay though, because you know, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah. It's not never going to happen for you guys to own a home. So, and it's, it's so fitting in today's topic where we're talking about like life's timeline and mm -hmm. like pressure and all that stuff. But I am such a person that when my, when an idea comes in my head, I want it now yeah. and I will do everything in my power to get it now. And if I can't have it now, then I kind of have a little pity party, mm -hmm. something I got to work through and just know that shit doesn't always work out that yeah. way. I'm like that too. Like even when I moved into my apartment, I was like, I need all the furniture day one. Like I need to go buy everything. And it was like, no, Jordan, like that is it not even. It takes time. Yeah, just exactly. Breathe, yes. relax. So I'm told, I totally get that. It's hard though when it's like you want something and you can't have it. Like Yeah. So I sat down. I wrote out, I already have written out like how much I spend, where I'm overspending, things like that. But it never fully clicked in me that it's like, okay, maybe that habit needs to stop. So him and I sat down and we wrote out both of our financial plan, how much we can contribute to our debt and to saving money. 
as well as like when an event comes up like dinner with a friend like because that is the thing that we forget to budget is those 20 to 50 dollar extra things that Mm -hmm. come up but if you're not making those payments and you're so you're paying off your card and then using that again and it's like the math is not mathing. No, exactly. So I, having a credit card sucks because it's like if you have this money that you can use, but you still have to pay it back. Yeah, like but it's like you don't have to pay it back now. Like there's that yeah lenience. So th- I guess the weekly fave is I've discovered someone on YouTube. There's two guys. First one was on Netflix. Um, I can teach you how to be rich. Did oh, you watch that? No, I haven't. You I should really to. watch it. Yeah. And then he has a podcast on Spotify, Apple, as well as on YouTube as well. I can teach you to be rich. Okay. So this guy, his name is Ramit. He sits down. He goes through all of your fin- like he is in your bank accounts, looking at what you spend, how much you save. Then he's share- like asking you why you do thing the things you do because. A lot of our money spending habits come from like past neurological things that happen in our brain to say, oh, it's okay that I overspend my money because yes. I've always done it mm-hmm. or I saw my parents do it as a kid. So you assume that it's okay. Yeah. So he teaches you how to change your mindset and then creates a budget. This other guy, his name is Caleb Hammer. So he does a similar thing. It's called financial audits. People come to his house. They sit there look at credit card statements, bank statements, all like that. He writes down exactly like how much debt you're in, what your minimum monthly payments are on your debt and how much money you have to make and then shares with people like, so you're fucked, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. But this is how you fix it, probably. But this is how you fix it. But just looking at how these people are diving into other people's financial stuff, it really calls out your own bullshit. But also it's kind of nice to see those people that are worse in worse situations than you are. That's <laughs> what my man loves about it. He's yeah. just like, let's just see how terrible other people are. Yeah. And for me, it's, it's really hitting a chord that it's like, I need, I need to make a change. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened was the second I turned 30, I'm like, oh, I need a house. Like I need a house today. Right. I need it today. We can have one in the spring. And it's just not. So it's not really a weekly fave, but it's kind of a, a realization but i'm going to link both of their youtube channels down below you guys should definitely check that out it is just it's just cool to learn how other people spend their money yeah oh yeah for sure and just get some little tips too Mm -hmm. yeah so Um, what's your fave well we know my weekly fave is either going to be a reality show or a book so i ordered Maybe Someday by Colleen Hoover. Ooh. Have you read I've it? I've heard of the book, but I haven't read it. So I just started reading it. It's so good. It's like, it's a nice romantic fiction book. Um, It's a Colleen Hoover book, so it's going to be amazing. But a lot of Colleen Hoover books are really like in-depth, traumatic situations, like domestic abuse and stuff like yes. that. And I don't think the people that I've talked to about this book that I've read, it said it wasn't very like deep like that which I like because I'm not that type of person I want to read like a good easy romance novel so yeah um it's it's been so good so far so I can't wait to go home and read it after this actually that's what you're gonna do later that's what I'm gonna do tonight fun yeah um so and any reality tv shows um no I don't think so I'm still watching the walking dead guys oh I'm watching scandal right now have you seen that show possibly it has carrie washington in it um it used to be like a tv tv show yes. right? so there's like seven seasons like 20 episodes a season pretty long i'm only on season two but um there's this guy <laughs> this is so bad <laughs> there's this guy named huck, huck? and he's not like <laughs> what a weird name yeah he i don't even know how to describe him he's not like a tall dark and handsome hunky that's what i would assume with a no, name like huck he's like uh, he does he does the computer stuff for them like so th- they basically work at a lawyer's office okay and um the way that they like help people is through like backhanded through like not doing things the right way kind of thing you know what oh, i'm trying s- to say scandalous exactly yes, okay um and so huck was in my dream last night i'll show you a picture of him after oh my god (laughs) and we're like watching a movie or like a show or like a 
um what's it called like a theater show you're going to the movies no like a um a play a play or something like that like you know how dreams are just so weird like yeah. that like i don't know like what we were watching but he's sitting beside me and he has his arm around me and he's just like so close and like like snuggling up in my neck and whatever and like <laughs> like <laughs> like I was like okay like I kind of like this I'm kind of into it um and then like that was (laughs) that was the end of the dream (laughs) and I woke up just being like huh I actually never like found him attractive in the show so I don't know why I dreamt (laughs) that okay (laughs) oh so weird um I actually had a dream about us the other night yes so I cannot wait to hear this (laughs) We got in the biggest fight ever. Oh, no. We were in a hotel room. And one moment it was Levi was there and Chewy was there. And I had a German Shepherd. And there was other people there. I think some people from my family. And then the next second, like, I had a daughter named Lena. (laughs) She was there. Lena. And there was, like, a bunch of other people there. So one minute Levi was there. One minute he wasn't. One minute we had dogs, one minute we didn't, and I had a daughter. Anyways, that doesn't even go with the story. But <laughs> so I was looking for the leash for my dog to go take him for a walk or whatever. And we were in a rush to go somewhere. And I had to go take him out to go pee. And I couldn't find this leash anywhere. I, I like stripped the hotel room. Did I say we were in a hotel? Yes. Okay. Um, and... I couldn't find it anywhere and you're like and I was like kind of panicking and like you're getting anxious because we were in a rush and you're like how about you just leave (laughs) and I was like what like I'm just looking for this leash like I need to take him out and you're like no you can just go and I blacked out on you I like I got so mad we were both yelling at each other like we were both so mad at each other I I don't like starting off from like me not being able to find this leash and we needed to be somewhere and oh we were just like so mad and then after like after we had that little argument like we just kind of went our separate ways and I started packing my shit and then I went up to you and I was like, you know, like in like a very calm voice. I yeah. was like, you know, you you were a little rude earlier. And you're like, you're like, yeah, I was. I'm sorry. And then we made up and that was my okay, dream. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like just so, so random. Don't get a German Shepherd and <laughs> we're not going to share a hotel room. God, it was so random. Dreams can be so, so weird. weird. Just take like the weirdest turns mm-hmm. and see some of the weirdest people, and you're like, "Why did I dream about that person?" Yes. Okay. And actually, like the past like three nights or like the past week, like I've been having dreams on and off of like all my friends hating me, like me doing something wrong, and they just they like shun me out, and I can't for the life of me like figure out a reason why. And I keep having reoccurring dreams like that. It's so weird because some people you talk to say like dreams are hidden messages, but some people are like dreams don't don't make no sense and mean nothing. I know. I don't. I try to choose that the dreams don't really mean a whole lot. Me too. I I don't take it personally or anything. I mean, like as soon as I wake up, I'm like whoa okay that wasn't fun because in but four weeks from now you're gonna completely forget exactly about it. yeah yeah so i i don't take it to her but it, they're just wow. they're so funny how random and weird they are i know i was really excited <laughs> you text me you're like yeah. so i had a dream that you and i got into a big fight i'm like tell me yeah. <laughs> oh goodness <sighs> too funny okay should we go into our topic here Yes, letting go of your timeline. Uh, so this has been a struggle of mine for a long time. And I feel like now I'm kind of getting the grip on it. I feel like a lot of you guys are going to relate to this because yeah. we all feel this like internal pressure that we're supposed to be somewhere or be yes. something by a certain time frame and mm-hmm. a certain age. Yes. So this is episode is all about how to let go of that yeah exactly pressure yeah because having things lined up and like written out to a t of what you want your life to be like 
you know, it's just, it's never going to turn out that way. Like that's like, that's, that's the beautiful thing of life is there might be something so much better that it ends up being instead of what you thought it was going to be like. Exactly. So do you want to start off by, we're going to share what our point of views were when we were 10, 15, 20, and 25 yeah. Like what we thought our life was going to look like. Like at that age? At that age. So when I was 10 years old, I thought I, when I was like an adult, and in my mind, an adult, an older adult was 30. So when I was 10 and I said, when I grow up, I am going to live in, what is that, that country called? Iceland. <laughs> and I'm going to save the puffins. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that, the puffins. That is what I was going to do <laughs> was just live off the land and save the puffins. Yeah. So, you can see how when I was 10, I clearly had no idea. Now, closer to 15 is when I started to date boys, and then this is where everything switched for me where I assumed as a woman my sole purpose in life was to become a wife and become a mother. So from that point forward, I always thought just now I'm starting to like shift those mindsets that like that's not my only purpose in life. But at 15, I thought, Kate, so I'm dating the guy I'm dating now. By the time we're 21, 22, we're probably going to get married and then we're going to have our first baby right away. And then by the time I'm 25, I'm going to buy a beautiful big ass house. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have another baby shortly after. And we're going to go on Disney cruises and just like this extreme lavish life, I thought. Then at around 20, I was dating a different guy and I thought, okay, I don't really know what direction my life is going to go, but I'm going to assume in the next three to five years that marriage and children will come. And then shortly after that, a house and a car will come. I just thought those things like came to you. Yeah, me too. No matter how much work you put into those things, I just assumed that that's what the world gave you. Mm -hmm. So, and then at 25, I was dating my most like recent ex And him and I were talking about marriage and children. So then I thought, okay, in a couple years, yet again, we will have, we will get married. We will have kids. A house at the time was something that I was like starting to let go of those expectations of, yes, I want a home and yes, I want a nice car. But looking at my track record and looking at the past and like the direction that things are going, maybe that'll take a little bit longer than the marriage and the kids. So then that happened. Then when I was, um, oh gosh, how old was I? I just turned 27 and it was 2020. It's a pandemic. The pandemic really switched a lot of shit in my brain of what direction I thought my life was going to go. But him and I ended up getting engaged. And I was like, okay, it's happening. The plan is finally unfolding. Then I had this realization that this is not the person I want to be with. And I had to start my life completely over. And from that point until now, I literally have no idea what direction my life is going to go. Yes, I want to be a wife. Mm -hmm. Of course I want to be. That is like one of the things in my life that would make me feel very proud as a woman Mm -hmm. to be someone's wife. But I've let go of those expectations of when is it going to come I don't know same thing I talk about the house situation I just kind of I have to just like let that go so because also you know you want it to happen and you know it's going to happen at some point it's going to happen it's going to happen yeah okay I've more to like vent on about it but you share your how you kind of viewed your life okay so at 10 years old I thought I was going to do when I grew up which was like I thought growing up and being an adult and like having all your shit together was like 25 25 like I was gonna be married kids house like great job and everything 25 um at 10 I thought I was gonna have something to do with horses either be like training them or 
like having a ranch of my own and having people board their horses there, like something to do with horses because I was obsessed with Heartland. Of course. Yes. Um, 15, I kind of let go of that and I remember wanting to be a hairdresser. I love doing people's hair. Um, and I think at 15 too, I, when was this? Grade nine probably. That's when I kind of started dating around too. Um, and like I always knew I wanted to be a wife and a mom and have a big house and all of that stuff. And I think still my mindset was, yeah, 25 is, is, it's when it's going to happen. 10 years from now. Yeah. Yep. Um, 20 is when I was in university. I kind of let go of like what I wanted to do job wise. I was in my psych degree. I didn't have a plan for the future. I just thought everything was going to work out and a job was going to come to me. Mm -hmm. Um, that didn't happen. I have nothing to do with psychology anymore. (laughs) Um, 25. When I got to 25, how old am I now? 27. <laughs> so I, me and Nick would have started dating when I was 24. And when me and Nick started dating, he was a lot of the time the person to be like, why are you so stressed out about all the little things? He's such a chill guy. He doesn't stress out about anything. He doesn't even think really of the future. And here's me like planning everything out like trying to be so strict with how I want things to go and he kind of made me like lose a little grip on that and and then I also started seeing a therapist um and she was also a big help in that too yeah she really did help you a lot she I owe her my life I do yeah she was she was awesome for you yeah um and so at 25 I was basically like okay so by 30 (laughs) I'm going to be a wife and have kids and have a big, huge house. And Mm -hmm. so, so now that you're 27, you're about halfway between 25 and 30. Where do you feel now? Um, I am still thinking 30 now, 30 for the marriage and kids and stuff for the everything to kind of come together. But again, now I am, obviously I would like for that to happen, but I'm okay if it doesn't, I'm just kind of letting life happen the way it should. And I am kind of like letting go of my expectations. Because even if it one comes to you at 30, one comes to you at 33, then yeah. maybe one comes at 35. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, it's all unfolding the way that it's meant to unfold. Yes. I think something we forget is that especially those big three things for a woman. I'm specifically talking to the women here. Marriage, a house and children. Those are the three bangers that society says you got to have those done to be, quote unquote, a successful woman in life. So we put pressure on ourselves to achieve those now. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're never going to be able to achieve all three in one year. Do you know how expensive that would be? Totally. Oh, my gosh. I guess it's it's a little hard, too, when all your friends are getting starting to do that process, a family of their own. And yeah, but. I've also realized that everyone's on a different timeline. Exactly. What's meant for someone else isn't meant for you. Exactly. And you just kind of have to let things flow. I've heard this quote before where it's like, when you plan your life out to a T or when you plan anything out, God's up there laughing because it's, it's not going to happen like that at all. Him, the universe, whichever, whatever you choose to believe in, is the only thing that knows what your exact plan is. Yeah. And they always have a plan for you. Exactly. So you have to trust that. So yes. Trusting is a big, big, big thing because people want to take things Everyone in their own hands. control. Yes. Yeah. And I know you and I are like control yeah. people. So it's hard for us to be like, okay, let's just let it go and just breathe on through it. So something I have here in my notes is... You deserve a life where you aren't constantly criticizing yourself, letting your, letting yourself down from expectations. So if you are constantly setting the bar at 10 out of 10, yeah, I need things to turn out this way. I need this event to turn out like this. I need to graduate school and get this exact job. I need to be married to this type of man. I need to have this many children and this form 
of genders and this type of dog and this house and this car and when you are putting so much pressure on those materialistic things to be super super specific when it doesn't turn out that way and 99% of the time it's probably not going to turn out that way you are just letting yourself down Mm -hmm. and then you're going to start criticizing yourself why am I so stupid Mm -hmm. why am I not smart enough or career driven enough to get the things that I want or have that much money to be able to get whatever yeah or why can't I be loved by this type of man that I want in my life? Because you're putting what you want in a tiny little box and you're holding it so close and so tight to you that it can't breathe. Mm -hmm. So it's never going to unfold the way that it wants to unfold. I think that's a kind of a good analogy is that every time that you plan something out to a T, you're just putting it in a jar and you're tightening that jar up so tight that no oxygen is going to get inside. Mm-hmm. So that little flower in there is just going to die. Yeah. And then you're going to be sad and upset. Mm-hmm. But so. again, like I said it before, things can happen way better than you ever imagined mm-hmm. it. So having that expectation and holding on to that so tightly doesn't allow for. What I have on that is like when you plan your life to a T is when you let go of that plan or those expectations sometimes surprises happen and you're like oh okay we're going this way now and remember call those like your plot twists remember we've taught we've mentioned this before you are the main character of your own story you're the director you're the writer you're the editor you're all these things so if something in your life comes up and you can't control that situation or you weren't fully ready for it then you're just gonna go oh Okay, plot plot twist to this really crazy, cool, interesting story. I wonder which way these characters are going to go next. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that you get to decide what those next actions mm-hmm. are. Getting an email from a mortgage person saying, unfortunately, no, you can't have that right now. Yes, feels absolutely devastating and really, really heartbreaking and heart-wrenching to know that I'm not in a situation to do that. But at the same time all the other shit that's going to come from that is going to outweigh this one little moment of sadness and hurt. Oh yeah. And it's a a total learning opportunity too. That's what you have to think of it as an opportunity because every situation that happens to you, that's not exactly how you want it. You learn from it and you find a way to maybe change your perspective and make it a little better. And I think another example that people can relate to is you're dating someone. You love this person. You think that you and this person are going to be together until the end of time and you can't wait. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you decide, they decide, I just don't think this relationship is for me. And those first few months of heartbreak are probably the most pain that you've ever felt in your life because you just can't imagine your life without this person. But after the six month mark, the eight month mark, once you start to actually move past that, you're like, wow, who would have ever known that that change of changing the direction of my life was going to bring so many more blessings in my life. But you don't know that until that change happens. Mm -hmm. Because I think the thing with planning your life is that we all think we know what's going to happen tomorrow and in a week from now because we have calendars we've got schedules we've like you can plan those types of things but you don't know what if you get into a car accident tomorrow Mm -hmm. what if someone in your family gets very ill or sick and now you have to care for them or someone comes up to you and says surprise I'm pregnant okay we're we're changing the direction of things Mm -hmm. so Always be ready for the unexpected Mm -hmm. and remind yourself that it's the plot twist of the story. Yep. And then just allow it to happen the way it's supposed to. Okay. I have one. I have one last little snippet on this. I know this stuff is quick, but it's, it's pretty to a T. Just try to let go of the pressure of your life unfolding in a certain way. And as you get older, it will happen. And I feel like the more older we get, the more you're just like, well, whatever. Yeah. With maturity for sure. So this is what I have here, this last little thing, is 
Create a guideline of how you want your life to unfold, but remove the attachments of that guideline. Learn how to manifest things in your life and the vision of your life will unfold in a much better way. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like if you create a vision board and you put specific items on there that you're like, oh, I want this, I want that. But you're not actually specifically asking for that exact thing on there. You're just saying, I want a home. I want love. I want prosperity in my life. And you just focus on those feelings of what those would bring for you and not the actual like material thing in your hand. Mm -hmm. When you deep down in the feeling of what your heart and your gut feels while you have those, that is what it's going to bring manifestation in your life. And then you will really be able to lay out how you want your life to unfold by through manifestation. Mm-hmm. And having that good vibe feeling. Just the good vibes. Yeah. Just the good vibes. So that's that's what we got on letting go of your yeah. expectations. Life. I feel like that's ju- it's just a very important thing to keep in the back of your head. Just to not not think about every little thing and how you want it to happen because it's just not going to happen that way. It's just not. It's going to happen so much better. Because when I was 22 years old, did I think I would be here today? Absolutely not. Me neither. Mm-mm-mm. Me neither. Mm-mm. And think about think about all the people in your life moving forward that you're going to meet. Mm-hmm. All these new friendships you're going to make, these new coworkers you're going to make. Your friends are going to date other people and you're going to become friends with that person and then meet their, you you get what I'm saying, is that when you're planning your life with what you currently have right now, you're limiting yourself to more that can come towards you. A thousand percent. Yeah. So that's, that's my spiel. Wow. Very profound. I love this and I needed this topic. I needed to Mm -hmm. rant about it. I needed to talk about it. Because sometimes we get stuck in that loop of yeah. just like, why isn't things yes. working out for me? Yeah. Like, why can't that happen? <sighs> so, so, what's our next segment? Moving on. What's your new self-care challenge? Did I write it down? Didn't I just say right before we recorded? Um, yes. And Ooh, oh, fitness related. Yeah. I, because... The next few episodes are probably going to be uh, times a little different. So we have 10 days mm-hmm. until we record next. Yeah. And I want to focus on fitness because next week at work, I am in a training course and I want to do nothing but the training course. Come home, go to the gym, go to a workout class, and that's it. So three days a week. Plus an additional one if I can fit it in on like the weekend. Okay, nice. So three to four. Nice. That's mine. Um, my challenge is to do a day without social media. <gasps> Love it. Like I, I want to still be able to use my phone, but just maybe delete Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat. No, I use Snapchat more as a communication yeah, tool. So that's fine. But yeah, the other ones, I am constantly, if I have nothing to do, even if I'm like eating a meal sometimes, I'm just like, well, I don't really want to sit here (laughs) in silence. So let's scroll on TikTok. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. So it's just, just, it kind of gets to the point where like I start comparing myself to other people in my life and um, just, it's just, it's not a good feeling anymore and I need a break from it. So social media is the most toxic place ever. If I can do two days without social media i'm gonna try to do try that. To do that one for sure though one yeah. one full day no social media yes good i like that i need it okay let's get into some q and a's q and a's all right if you want to slow down jordan if you won a substantial amount of money would you keep your current job Hmm. Now, the word substantial amount of money. That's the word that's getting you? Uh, how much? Because um, a million dollars is not that much nowadays. True. $500 million? Absolutely, I'm quitting my job. Well, yeah. So can we like pick a, mu- pick a dollar? Let's do... Let's do... A um, hundred million. A hundred million. A hundred million dollars. Oh my gosh. 
so you're quitting your job? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Absolutely not. I would spend $100 million so fast. I oh feel god. like so oh fast. Oh my god. Not just like in relatively now, but I feel like by the time I'm retired, I my nest egg wouldn't be okay, very much okay, there. Okay. Plus, plus I still need to do something. I still need yes, to have a true. purpose of yeah. like going somewhere, showing up, having a team of people. Yeah. I just maybe I would that. cut my hours back. Yeah. But I wouldn't quit my job. Yeah, that's fair. Cuz you still want to you don't want to be bored. Even though you could be taking this vacation and that vacation every other week. Oh, I'd be taking week. a lot of fucking vacations. But I feel like... I would learn how to fast forward my shit, my personal shit online and grow my yeah. stuff quicker and yes. faster yeah. to continue to make more money yeah. and teach people how to invest and all this blah, 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 blah. Totally. How about you? Um, I love doing lashes and nails, so I probably still would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, but again, probably the same, like cut back a bit. Well, because you can afford to cut back. Yeah. So it's like, why not? Totally. Okay. What is your proudest accomplishment? Ooh. Okay. First thing that came off t- up to my mind was in 2016, I got into a car accident and I didn't have insurance on my car. Oh, shit. So it was automatically deemed my fault. Oh, my yeah. car insurance expired the day prior and I thought it was that day. Oh, shit. Uh, and it was the day prior. So that really fucked what me a over. Mistake. Yeah. Automate your payments, guys. Just automate them. It just makes life easier. So is that what you do now? Yes. Good. Yes. Um, so in that. I had to pay for SGI, which was $8,000. $8,000. Yes. So luckily it was interest free. I made $100 payments once a month until it was done. And the day I made my last payment, I got myself a bottle of wine. Nice. I made myself a nice dinner. And then a few weeks later, I got the letter in the mail saying like, congratulations, your balance is now zero. And I had that on my fridge for so long. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I bet. That made me feel so wow. good. So good. That, that's crazy, though. It took me forever. Yeah, no kidding. How about you? What's your biggest? Um, I think my business. I'm really proud of my business and how far I've grown and just, like, I guess how how good I am at it. Like, I'm really proud yeah. of myself. Um, and It's really so successful. Yeah, I, I'm loving it. And I hope to grow it more. I want to get into teaching. I eventually maybe want to get into owning a place and having people work under me. So I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, that is my proudest accomplishment for sure. What is your favorite Halloween and Christmas movie? Ooh. Do you want me to oh. go? Oh, okay, you go. Um. The Gremlins. The Gremlins? I've never seen that. You've never seen <laughs> The Gremlins? Oh my gosh. Wait, is that a Christmas movie? So it's, it's a Halloween movie, but it takes place at Christmas time. Oh. What? Because this boy gets like, do you remember Furbies? Oh, yeah. So Furbies, people made fun of that were Gremlins. So you'd get this like really cute, fluffy little character. <laughs> and yeah. the rule was you can't get it wet or feed it after midnight. Oh, so this kid got one for Christmas and was really excited. And then it ended up accidentally getting wet overnight. And then it turns into a creepy gremlin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love that movie. That does sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that'd be a good like both. But I do love a good like the Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. Like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yes, for sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. How about yours? Um, My favorite Halloween movie is Halloween Town. There's okay. a couple of them. Have you seen that? Probably. Yeah. Not that I can ring a bell, though. I need to watch it again this year. So when we're recording this right now, Halloween is next week for yeah. us. Right so now. it's a few days so away. So I still have some time to watch that. Um, my favorite Christmas movie is Four Christmases. Oh, my God. I freaking It's Love hilarious. It. So funny. So funny. Tim McGraw is in it. Yes. Reese Witherspoon. What is the code word that they say? for wanting to get oh out of the my God. thing i can't remember 
what it is. Uh, let's just say it's banana. But she's jumping in the <laughs> yeah. the jumper, and the kids or he the is or someone pit. the ball pit, yeah. and he's like banana, <laughs> banana, and she's yeah. sitting there just like hi, <laughs> yeah. having a great time. That is so funny. I love Vince Vaughn. He yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, too funny. So good. Okay, this is a scenario question. Ooh, that someone needs advice on. So. She says, I like this guy, but when I text him, I get this gut feeling that I'm annoying him. We work together. I'm full time. He's part time and has another salaried job. He's 10 years older than me, if that matters. I'm in my mid 20s. I'm afraid to text him sometimes because I don't want to push my any boundaries. I want to keep the conversation going, but my gut feeling tells me otherwise. Okay. So they work together. They She's work full-time, together. He's part time, but he has another full time job. And he's 10 years older. And so he's in his really 30s and she's in her 20s and she really likes him. But gets this feeling that he doesn't want to be So texting. my first initial reaction is trust your gut, girl. Yeah, like, that's what like I was going to say. Honestly, trust your gut. If you're trying to have a damn relationship with this guy, like you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend and he's just not reciprocating those feelings back, then he doesn't want that. So don't waste your time. It's a difference too, though. Like, how does he act in person? Because you know, over text, he's not really feeling it. Like, he doesn't text back a whole lot, probably. Um, but sometimes texting, like, people just don't know how to text sometimes. And if he's ten years older, you the know, the generation is different, right? Also, have we need? Oh, I want more juice from this situation I know. for sure. Have you hung out outside of work, or is it only work conversations and texting? That's another little red flag. Like if if over text you guys are talking cute, lovey-dovey, all these like things. Ooh, I want to hang out. I want to hang out too. But he's not pulling the actual initiative to hang out with you. Red flag. I would say try to see how it is at work. Like when you're around him. When you talk to him in person. Because over texting is it's so hard to judge. So yeah, in person if he's kind of being like like wants to extend the conversation and talk more or starts the conversation with you but if he's yeah being a little iffy and just not not um fully engaged then you know to trust your gut exactly and then try to try to get a date outside of work if if he seems interested when he has a conversation with you in person try to go out for a date outside of work hang out with the person outside of a work setting in normal clothes whatever have mm-hmm. him come pick you up like do do the date things and if he doesn't want to do those things yeah bye thank you yeah next exactly. oh my god i love that yeah that was that's our first little scenario yes. one thanks guys keep sending them in we like that keep sending them in do you have anything else you want to no, chat about i think that is about it for today that is it for today well thank that was you guys fun. for watching today's episode and like subscribe comment share all the things we love hearing from you guys yes so we'll catch you guys next time bye bye